ABC Listen. Podcasts, radio, news, music and more. New research from Music Victoria reveals while there's still an appetite for live music from young people, 85% of fans face obstacles attending concerts and festivals. The research also shows the festival market appears resilient for people over 18, but there is a significant drop-off for those aged under 18. RM Breakfast journalist Kimberly Price is here to tell us more about it. Good morning, Kim. And why is there a decline in young people attending festivals? So, as you said, the majority of respondents say there are obstacles to attending these live music events. And those obstacles include motivation, limited public transport and value for money. So this research out of Music Victoria surveyed over 500 young people under 35 across the state. And out of the 16 to 18-year-old cohort surveyed, 16% had not attended a music concert and 29% had not yet attended a festival. Now, I don't know about you, but I went to my first festival when I was 15. And this data is actually kind of a bit worrying because if you compare that to the averages of 3% and 11% for the same categories in the 19 to 35-year-old age group, you can see quite a significant drop-off there. And only around 40% of 16 to 18-year-olds are likely to attend a music festival annually. Now, this figure is around 10% lower than expected, with 52% historically attending a festival by the time they were 18. But there is one young person I spoke to who is bucking this trend, and that is 17-year-old Zach Wellman from regional Victoria, who remembers being around five years old and watching his cousins play. Me and my little cousin used to sneak into the band room while they were playing and just sit there and watch them. And then they'd have a few gigs sometimes on a nature strip out the front of their house or the local pub or wherever they could get one, really. And then I just thought it was the coolest thing ever. So these young uh, live music experiences really shape a person's future appetite for going to music festivals and concerts at a later age. The first festival Zach went to was Bendigo's Groove in the Moo, which is just a stone's throw away from his hometown. It's been great to just see everyone getting down, different groups of people, different statuses in society, different everything. Everyone just coming along to listen to good bands. But just last week, Groove and the Moo was forced to cancel its regional Australian tour for 2024, citing low ticket sales as the reason. Music Victoria CEO Simone Schinkel says personal financial circumstances are impacting on people's choices to engage with live music, with 73% trying to reduce spending to only essentials the cost of living and the cost of doing business are the forefront of everyone's mind and they're the two biggest issues raised by our members at the moment. So is cost the main obstacle for young people, Kim? It's one of the fundamental reasons. It's also the lack of motivation. Now, that seems like a really weird thing to Mm. cite as a reason, but when you think about our post-pandemic world, we had a three-year, two well, two-year, three-year gap from going to these events. And some people, when they go to social media and they see these events, it then kind of starts this chain reaction where people then go, oh, it's like a rite of passage. I have to go to these music festivals and, and see what it's all about. And so having that gap can kind of 
reduce people's interest in going to these things. So the lack of motivation uh is just is can come from people not seeing their older peers go to these festivals and concerts before them. We've also got a generation that probably missed out on those life affirming experiences of a festival or a live music experience when they're, you know, 16, 17, 18, 19, 20. You know, anyone who was in that age bracket during a pandemic was stuck in lockdown. And yet that's a really fundamental time to kind of. I, confirm your identity and find your people and find what's going to keep you ticking. And so I think we've got a lot of work as an industry to do to get those people back. So, Kim, then what is the solution to re, you know, incentivise people into the live music scene? We've seen a lot of government funding come to the table to help these music events get back on track. And Simone says while government funding has helped this bounce back, the current problems facing the live music scene are multifaceted and funding is only a Band-Aid solution for that. What Music Victoria is hoping this survey reveals is that the music industry needs to adapt to a range of consumer issues. We've got a changing audience demographic and profile, a changing uh, way in which we engage with music. We've got a challenge around the amount of money people have to spend and the cost of living. The cost of putting on events is through the roof. So then ticket prices have to go up to subsidise that. I mean, there's been so many cancellations due to COVID. So there's a hesitation and a last minute ticket buying frenzy. And that's a new consumer habit that we have to adjust to, but doesn't work when the business is built on ticket sales and making that first day, you know, determine your future. But it's not all bad news. With 58% of Music Victoria surveyors continuing to buy tickets, which indicates a willingness to invest in live music experiences, with Zach having his sights set on a string of shows coming up later this year. There's a heap of good concerts coming up this year, so I'm so keen. Like Pearl Jam is going to be incredible. And then you got Pandemonium, which is like Blondie, Alice Cooper. So I've got lots of plans to continue staying in the music scene this year. And that's Zach Wellman rounding out that report by RM Breakfast. Kimberly Price, you're listening to RM Breakfast. Stream any ABC radio station live and on the go. Discover new podcasts, music and audiobooks, all free on the ABC Listen app.